she's 19 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. Uh, we have a very... I, I'm going to say it. I've done it again, Dill. Um, you stuffed up the intro. Is yeah. that what you mean? Uh, <laughs> it's Dill, Jason, and Ben Lomas here. And we are doing our first outside broadcast, I think. <laughs> it doesn't quite count. The first time we're recording outside our regular studio yes. in Brunswick. We are in... Do you guys actually have a studio? We haven't introduced the guest yet. Come yeah. on. Who is this guy? He's Bloody way is, too in control already. Yeah, uh, it was behind the panel. I'm usually behind the panel. Anyway, we're going to introduce our uh, guest. We've got another big hitter. Uh, look, he's a television personality. He's a radio personality. He hosts Ninja Warrior. But more importantly, he's a big fan of Fitbit Pod. I know. Please welcome the one only Ben Ford. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, there hello. Is. What about the studio audience here? I know. It's just an amazing it's crazy. One the fans are going we, well. We need to tell people who are listening that you've actually you've actually conducted like a home invasion on Radio 3AW. Yes. Three, and, so, yes. And I'll be honest, I never thought I'd be on 3AW. No. So it's like, you know, any <laughs> moment now, Ross and John or Neil Mitchell might yeah. come in here and we right. might start trying to sell Spinalese pillows or something Or, or like when that. my parents find out that it's uh, 3AW and not 774 with John Fain, they will be devastated. Oh, <laughs> mate, don't say those names. You get ejected automatically out of here, mate. What's wrong with Great you? Great to have you guys in. Mate, oh, thank you so much for having yeah. us. Thanks for so much for doing this. This is a rare opportunity because well, you are based out of Sydney. You're in town for Ninja Warrior. So um, we appreciate you finding the time because well, you guys have late nights I, with that. I've, I've got a bit of a habit, right? And that when I, when I become a fan of a podcast... <laughs> Okay. I find a way of wrangling my way onto that podcast. Ah. Yeah, well, you've done it. So oh, I've done God. it on a, on it. No, I did. What else have I've you done? What, what? Track record. So the sweetest plum yeah. with, with Nick right. and Deck. Cereal. Right. I became a no cereal. I, I'm still look. I, I've still got to tick that box yet. But the sweetest plum. Uh, then uh, the team effort. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, with Ed Cavalier yeah, yeah, and Tony yeah, Martin fun. and Ash Williams, and then the Ash Williams Show podcast. Right. Um, the teacher's pet, the most successful podcast oh, wow. of the How last year or so. How did you get so. onto that? Well, one? Well, Headley Thomas, feel... it's a big kind of murder investigation, yeah, right, true right. story. Right. And, you know, 25 million downloads around the world. And it's a mate of mine who, who did the podcast, and I yeah. just got behind it. And then I started following it on my radio show. So I do have a track record. And then with you guys, I yeah. turned up on Ninja Warrior this year. I've worked with Ben for the last couple of years. Yeah. And then I turn up there and I look at him and I'm like... Holy <laughs> shit, what have you done? This is what I want to talk more about. We had uh, Andrew Flintoff, uh, who also is another host on the Andrew, show. Andrew, I've never heard Andrew. Andrew. Oh, Freddie. All right, sorry. I'm not on Freddie terms with him Look, yet. Uh, yeah, we're but, nice. um, I, yeah, tell me, tell us, tell us as for the, for the listeners and people who have been following us, what was it like to see Benjamin Lomas over here, the, the well, transition? I, I suppose the weird thing for me is that I'm, I'm 40, I just turned 42, right? So I just had this weird thing that happened to me just in the last couple of months where I decided for the first time in my life I was going to lose some weight. Now, I'd made that decision. Don't get me wrong. I'd made that decision 8,000 times before. Sure, yep. But 7,999, I wasn't actually serious about it at all. Right. This time, I actually did something about it, which I'll get to a little bit later. Well, but, give us specifics as to what timeline, what time of the year. When you so, say a couple okay, of months, October we're talking, 5. October. So as recent October as October. October 5. We're currently... I literally... I literally, and I'll get to that in a moment, but so, so I, I managed to go from 97 to 90 because I set myself a goal of being 90 by the time I started filming. I turn right. up for day one of filming, <laughs> right. and then I see this guy, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, what happened to you? Yeah. And then he tells me the story in the podcast, so then I was like, the podcast, Fitbit, could not have come along at a better time right. than me. Yeah. The accompaniment. So, so then all of a sudden, I'm like, I then felt inadequate, because I'm like, well, I've lost seven kilos, and then this bloke who's lost 800. Well, also for you, the difficulty <laughs> is that you'll be listening, maybe potentially shows back to back, so the weight loss is happening so rapidly. Like, yeah. It's almost, yeah. oh man, they lost 10 kilos in five hours. Yeah, so I'm, I'm catching up. We'd 
finished filming yeah. Ninja Warrior at 3.30 in the morning, right. I then start listening in the car, going back to the hotel, <laughs> and then I'd get home and I'd, I'd listen in bed, finish one off, and then I'd come each night, I'd come back and I'd say, oh, I'm up to episode three. Yeah. Great. And then crazy. I remember when it got to about episode seven or so, which is when you guys went under the hundred, I mean, I remember sitting there and just listening to you screaming know, when right. you did it. And I was like, and it was just great because I've actually been listening to a few, I've been listening to some podcasts that are kind of in the hypnotherapy space. Oh, in okay. Okay. What, what, right. what, 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 uh, what, how does a podcast of hypnotherapy work? Like, is it, <laughs> well, is it, is it, is it they're talking yeah. about hypnotherapy yeah, or is well, it about the actual, no, it's talking, actual or it's are you actual, waking up in the morning just clucking like actual, a chicken? Yeah, it's, it's actual <laughs> hypnotherapy, right? Right. So, so just to give you an idea of how I kind of got on this path, and, and I won't bore you with all the details of when Please I've, do, I've we tried do and failed, here. right? Because yeah. oh, okay. But I'll, look, so I'll give you a bit of background, right? Yeah, I'll okay, give you background. Cool. So 42 years old, what, I what were you like as a... Love, <laughs> no, I'm I serious. What, love what, food, great, right? Great, We all right, do. And I, hit, I love food. Right. Yeah. And you know, when, when you've had... And I've got mates who are into fitness and health and working out and going to gyms. Gyms have never been for me. They're just okay. not my scene. It's not my thing. Uh, running, not into it, not my thing. Yeah. And I just decided. In high school, were you an active kid? Yeah, active, but always just a bit on the on the tubbier side right. and on the heavier side. Right, but, right. But you it's love just the something that's been incremental. If you know what I mean, it's just gradually yeah, grown on me. Yeah, I've never been, you know, morbidly obese, but, but you're I've a always guy who been. Wears it well, like you've yeah, probably, worn it well. probably. We were talking about this jackets. in the reception. Yeah, yeah a lot jackets. of suit jackets. That's what, that's what you do. You know, like you know, when it comes to yeah, I've just kind of you know, and it's never been a big problem. But then I've noticed. I think what's happened is. Look, I've noticed that all of a sudden, say with the sweet tooth thing, I was always someone who loved a bit of chocolate, loved oh, a few lollies, yes. mm. loved a couple of Tim Tams, loved what some your, ice what cream. What are your main vices other than oh, sweet, look, like look, specifics? Well, well, look, I Tim Tams as yeah. far as biscuit, Tim Tam, as you, far as an ice cream. Can you eat a whole packet like that? Well, no, well, here's the thing. In the last six months, six to nine months or so, I went from having, say, two or three Tim Tams to dead set doing maybe a packet of Tim Tams in two nights. Yeah. And then at one stage, I think I just, I just started Shelled binging them. once in a while. <laughs> right. So Uber Eats, Uber Eats delivery. Yeah. I go onto Uber Eats and how good's Uber can Eats? Get, can you get Tim Tams? No, oh no, no, no. Shit, guess, you're about to what? change the game. No, no, no. Well, I don't know whether to tell you this. <laughs> maybe do. Okay, okay. Good, but go, I think go. you guys already know this, but okay. Ben and Jerry's home delivery yeah, ice cream. Oh, I think man, you guys have already mentioned ben and Jerry. this, right? Really? Because I did a, there's a pig or whatever on Carlton Carlton, the gelato place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They delivered, uh, they delivered about 1.5 litres worth of ice cream to me. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I realised, <laughs> I knew when I had a bit of an issue is when, like I'd order my f- favourites, yeah. right, my favourite kind of ice cream, and they yeah. delivered two tubs of it. Right. And I wouldn't eat it all in that night, don't get me wrong, but, uh, but it, you, know, you know, it wouldn't last all Do that you have long. a Ben & Jerry favourite? Yeah, I was like, there's a, there's a seven-layer coconut thing that was dairy-free. I haven't tried And it made me think, yet. because it was dairy-free, I was like, oh, I'm really, healthy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the healthy choice. And coconut is really niche, the, uh, like, yeah. you know, really chic well, these days. Yeah, yeah. and then the other it. one was like, uh, there's your chocolate fudge, and then there was like Chunky the, Monkey? The Tonight Chunky Monkey. My nickname. Um, tonight, what's the one that tonight the, show the Jimmy Fallon one? Yeah, that one as well. But you know what yeah, I reckon with the fancy ice creams, with the fancy. Yeah. But when I when I when I knew fancy. I had a problem was when the actual place, which was about seven k's from my place, right? They never had the seven layer coconut, right? right? So they'd ring me and say, "We don't have it. Can we replace it?" But when I got to know that guy on a first name basis, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, that's when you know you're an issue. It was they... like it's Sam from Ben have and Jerry's. I... I was like, "Hey, uh, Sam, Benny, how are you, kids? You well? What did you do on the weekend?" That's when 
I knew, hang on a moment, there might be an issue here. I, I, I haven't, no, no, if I told this story on this on this podcast, but did you ever tell the story about how when I was living in Flemington, there's a kebab place that's right near the Red Rooster, and <laughs> I had a I had a tab with them, because I'd show up maggoted at like 3 o'clock in the morning and yeah. didn't have any money left on me, so they'd write down what I had owed them from the night before, yeah. and I, yeah, that's when you know you got a real issue with the oh, kebab yeah, dude yeah, that yeah. runs And they there. had a couple of kebabs by the end of the night, and yeah. then, oh man, man it's I, crazy. Because this is the thing, I would have never and I probably will never download Uber Eats for that yeah. main reason that I just think it'd be like getting back on the booze again. I reckon mm. once I start, I won't be able to control myself. Man, the idea so that someone can just deliver food right at my front doorstep and I don't have, because at least when I was buying junk food, I would go to the IGA. You get a bit of cardio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the walk of shame. Like yeah, you right, go there, right, right, like right. it was like, you know, buying, I love it that it used to be buying condoms and then it was just buying chocolate <laughs> ice cream and just having it, just putting it on there going, yeah, and it used to make it up. Like, well, I used to buy a magazine and say it was for my wife. Yeah. What, the condoms? <laughs> They're ribbed for her pleasure. Um, Fordham, what are you, in terms of the ice creams at Ben & Jerry's, I find that I don't like the anything that's got the chocolate pieces in there. Oh, no, I love the chocolate pieces. Because for me, the, yeah, frozen, the, the frozen chocolate doesn't do it for me. Yeah, well... Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I prefer look, chocolate on its own. Don't freeze it. Everyone's different. Yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. Different. There's nothing else well, you, could, like, you, could put, you could put chocolate chunks in anything and I'll eat it. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, so I, I went from having that kind of sweet tooth and like, enjoying my food and, and not really wanting to work out because I just decided it wasn't for me. I thought, that's yeah. just not me, you know, and I've managed to get by without doing it. How long have you uh, had a... Like public person, uh, like t- profile in, on the telly. Did the telly oh, being maybe, on the telly yeah. have an effect no, on not you? Not really, not yeah. really. I just kind That's of thought really... ten kilos. Isn't that the whole? Yeah, thing? I just kind of thought take you know this is how I am, and you take yeah. it or leave it. And because you've got a trim face, I guess that's the thing. Like you've got a, like a beefy face, so yeah. it, uh, what happens below the neck doesn't really bother because as long as the suit jacket's on there, yeah. But you then know I, what I mean? your face kind of puffs up a little bit as well. Yeah, because you I... can see the difference from last season. I yeah, reckon. yeah. And I reckon where I can notice it from going the ninety-seven to ninety is in the face. Ah. Yeah. That's the thing that people. Ah. And I'll just tell you, okay, so so Ninja Warrior, this is our third year, right? right so yeah, this is a little right. bit of a timeline. Ninja Warrior year one, I was really conscious of I want to look good because these right. people are fit and everything, right? <laughs> right. Year two, I turn up. Rebecca Madden was pregnant. Yeah. Right. And really I, looked, on. I looked pregnant. Right? Ah. So that was where it was like, <laughs> yeah, right. she was like, I'm carrying a baby in here. Yeah. And I think, Beck, I've kind of said, this to, her, I've said this to her and she kind of, she denies it. But I said to her, I said, look, I think you fat shame me. When I turned oh. up for, you know, in a good way, right? I think, and I, yeah. You know, she just, she, and she says, no, you raised it first. And I did. I kind of poked fun at myself first by going, yeah, look, you're yeah, carrying yeah. a baby and no, I'm not. But then she then used that joke a few more times as we went along. Yeah. Great, great. And then That's I used happens. it in interviews and whatever, like you guys have spoken about, just as a way of going, all right, well, I'll draw attention to it first. Um, so I kind of did that. And then I... I was conscious this year, I was like, right, well, it's probably time to do something about it. And then a few key things happened. I was at a, I was at a, um, a thing for my uh, little boys' uh, preschool, and they had an auction. How old are your kids? Uh, four and two, right? Oh, and right. so Amazing Freddie's thing. thing. Yeah, it's Freddie's thing, and they went, the auction. And right. I was like, I bid on everything just to, just to try and help raise just, some money. Just, sort of, nah, and I got just to break, just to yeah, break that you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, big dog here, big yeah, dog here. <laughs> so I, I, I ended up stuck with, you know the stuff you get stuck with? I ended up with 10 personal training sessions with a guy ah. called Graham. So I walked Sounds away like and I was 80. like, and I was like, look, two hundred and fifty bucks, ten personal training sessions. But I thought I hate wasting good. stuff. That's good value, twenty five yeah, yeah. bucks a session. I thought I hate wasting stuff. So I called him and went, mate, I bought these things, you know. And then we put it off for about a three weeks or so. And eventually, I went and did them. And then when they ran out, two a week. When they ran out, I thought, 
Why don't we keep going? Because I've yeah, kind of right. enjoyed it. So that was can, that was key. Can I ask with Graham? So the first few sessions, how did well? How did you decide you're going to approach the ten sessions? What did you say to him? You want to do weights? You want to do cardio? I just said, I'll just whatever money. you want, bit of both. I said, let's yeah. just get through it. For me, it was more a case of I don't want to waste the money. That so I how was the first few? Like, did you find? Yeah, him- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And what I liked about him is he wasn't one of these guys. He worked with me. So there were occasions where I said, mate, I've just had three nights in a row on the pierce in Melbourne. Mm. Um, can you just go easy on me? He goes, yeah, yeah no worries. Sure. So I, I really like that. This is why I'm around my my same. Okay, yeah. And See, because we've got a kid at the same preschool yeah, and whatever, and also he's got a little studio uh, where it was just the maximum people in there at any one time is two. Yeah. Me and someone else. Oh, right. Me and someone else. So most of the time, just me on my own, right. me and him. So I really like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. then the other key thing was we were talking on the radio show one day, on my radio show, about smoking. And someone said, oh, the way I got off the cigarettes was hypnotherapy. Oh, here and we I go. said, oh, yeah. And then right. they yeah. said, um, I said, oh, yeah, talk to me about that. They said, yeah, this guy, Mark Stevens. And I think to myself, hang on a minute, hang Sounds on a minute. familiar. Mark Stevens. Because when I meet someone, I put their name in my phone under a key word because I've got a radio show and I'm constantly needing talent yeah. to talk to me. Oh, hang on, hang on. Say that again. I don't follow. So, so when I meet someone, so you got an, I, I put their name. Like I met him one so day. Old, yeah, it's old and, school, but it I, works. I, yeah, I put, I put Mark Stevens into hypnotherapy context. into contacts. So just say oh, something comes up about hypnotherapy, I just punch in hypnotherapy. Oh. And I was like, oh, Mark Stevens, I met that guy one day. Right, right, yeah. right. And I said, so tell me again about, about So him. what do you have, Ben Lomas, yo-yoing fat cunt? <laughs> no, <laughs> well. <laughs> or Daryl Jai singing out Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then I go, hey, yeah, hates the chocolate chunks. So then um, <laughs> He is a chocolate shock. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Wow, we are really we really are doing the shock jock thing here at 3AW now. I've been raised 3AW. Come on. Um, so I so then I go, yeah, yeah, I've met that guy. Anyway, with the mention of his name, two other people call in. One person says he got me off alcohol. Another person says he got me off sugar. With right. sugar, an alarm goes off in my head because I'm now thinking, hang on a moment. I know I've gone from a two Tim 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 Tam guy into ten. ten yeah. I gotta do something about him. So I ring him and I go, Look, mate, your name's come up on my radio show. You're getting all these amazing bits of feedback from people. I want to interview you on the radio. Yeah. But would you come to my house first? And he right. goes, Yeah, sure. And I said, <laughs> yeah. I just want to a- talk to you about something. He goes, Okay. So he comes around to my place. Bring a pair of pink shorts. Yeah, yeah and I shorts. and I haven't even mentioned this. I haven't spoken about this really in detail on my own radio show yet, but I said to him, Look, I got to tell you something, and I was like, I, I told him, I said, look. So before, hang on, before we go further, how, how long ago is all this happening? This a is October five. So this is back in October. This is so like you know, so, so for context, two months. Yeah, well, this is November thirtieth. We're recording, so just literally yeah. two months ago. Yeah. Two wow. months ago. Okay, okay, okay. He go comes on. around, and he goes, nice. "What's your story?" And I said, "Look, this is my story." And I kind of right. told him my issue, and I said, "Look, I just reckon that it's gone from me wanting to eat chocolate and lollies and ice cream to needing to eat chocolate right. and lollies and ice cream." And he says to me, "He goes, that's because whatever you give your body tonight." your body craves tomorrow. Yep. It's as simple as that. Whatever you feed your body tonight, your body wants that tomorrow. That's interesting. He said, so if we can just break the back of that, then your body won't crave it anymore. Break and the I was habit. Like, okay, we break the habit. Your body isn't going to cry out for it anymore. We just right. need to get through two or three days, and then that'll make the difference. So I'm liking this because this is a great sort of counterpoint to the cheat days that I do, so I'm interested in yeah. how that sort of manifests. Because so, so, a lot of people, when I talk about the cheat day, they always get like going, oh, I can't do it because I don't think I can get back on track after one day of binging. Yeah, so I wonder whether that's a similar issue. But then someone, I read a great book uh, by Charles Duggle, which is all about uh, habits, and so they say that the cheat day example is that you know, a habit you're supposed to break, you can break a habit in 28 days. Right. But with the cheat day, it actually then becomes you're reinforcing a habit it. within the 28 days. So, oh, do you know what I mean? So it actually goes around. Dilruk, Dilruk, yeah. Dilruk. yeah. This is an intervention. 
<laughs> this is an intervention. We have brought you here yeah. to discuss the cheat day. It may have been part of the secret of your success thus far. Yeah. I mean, 35 kilos But this kilos author, down. That, this fake, this fake author that Ben just made up the yeah. name of, and this book that doesn't exist. I have to check the And we've created a, a web page for Dougal. it and everything. So if you Google it, it will show up. Charles Dougal. Yeah. Yeah. Charles no, no, Dildo. Look, There's look. no such book. That's fascinating. That makes sort of sense because I always would say as one of the drawbacks of the cheat day, which I discussed when I had my relapse in the middle of the year, was that I never fully, uh, if, if it was binge eating and exercising that were my issues, the exercising was well and truly became a habit because I'd do it three, four times a week. Mm. But the binge eating would once in a while get a bit of oxygen every week. So yeah. I never really cured the issue. Yeah. So what I've changed since then, since the relapse was basically on binge day, still eating what I felt like it, but not craving it, not making it a fetish basically yeah. and just enjoying well, what I felt like. And this is what I've got the question is, because uh, at the moment now, we are filming at night. So you've got that habit. For Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Uh, for Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, Ben, but uh, because we've been pretty much doing night shift, how have you gone with the eating? Well, hang All on, right. we'll, we'll get to those specific. We'll finish well, the train well, of thought well, with the hypnosis. But I'll just, yeah, okay, so I'll get to the hypnosis at this stage. So he then hypnotizes me. This guy, Mark, he then hypnotizes me. So, like, at my house, he goes, "Where should we do it here? Out, We're right. sitting out the back. My wife's inside. She doesn't even know who, who, who Mark yeah. is and why you, he's in you, our he's house. Right. Are you allowed and to I, talk about how he, what yeah, he looks yeah, yeah. like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't even told Jody at this point because yeah. I'm like, I don't like setting myself up for failure. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, I haven't even told Jody what I'm doing. Oh, that's right, the story. Right. I haven't oh. told anyone, right? Well, that's just what Ben like, did with the bet. There's, yeah. a guy, there's a guy out the back who's talking to me, and Jody's used to a lot of random people coming over to our house because I do. It's like I meet a lot of people. Sam with the ice cream. Yeah. yeah, so all of a sudden, so, um, so, and then we go into my little office at home, and then he says, and it's not like how you'd picture it where in a movie with the yeah. pendulum or the watch right, or whatever, but right. he close your eyes, he puts on a little bit of kind of music he or whatever. He injects you with something. And then he talks to me. <laughs> what, what kind he of music? He starts talking like to me. It's just, just some like a... slow, you know, methodical, calming kind of music. Oh, so it is actual musical instruments, Yeah, just not calming, like a, just right. calming kind but of music. It's not like yeah. rainforest meditation stuff, is it? No, or... I, don't, I can't even remember what it was. Okay. Like, it was yeah, just yeah, kind okay. of background, just background music, calming music. Music. And one of the cool, cool things he did was when there was, because I'm trying to just really focus on what he's saying. Yeah. When there was a background noise, like at one stage, a, a plane flew over the, the house. And I remember, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm trying to concentrate. And I'm right. trying to get in the zone and I, and I can hear this plane. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he brings the plane into what he's saying. He goes, just imagine oh now. My God. He said, you now, you're taking off on a flight that's oh, going to change so your life. So he's improvising. And I'm like, he's impro improvising. This yeah. is improv. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, and I'm thinking and. to myself, oh, this guy's good. <laughs> this guy's good because, right? We would think the complete opposite. Yeah, but I was just like, you know, like, and then there was a car noise or something. And he goes, and along the way, there's going to be noises that are going to yeah. try and distract you. But yeah. They're not going to distract you from your mission, right? Ice cream van goes on. He right says now. to me, he says to me, he goes, what do you weigh right now? I go, i got no idea. He goes, have you got scales here? I said, yeah, Jody's got some upstairs. He goes, go and weigh yourself. So, so I go the and weigh eyes myself. are closed at that point, and then you open. No, your no, 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 no. This <laughs> no, no. is just. So this is be... sorry. This is just prior to when he actually yeah. hypnotizes me. Oh, okay. So, so I was ninety-seven. Right, right. Ninety-seven. Then he hypnotizes me. My eyes are closed, and look, I can't kind of. I can't really remember so much about what he was saying. He was just so... he was just talking to me about what I was doing, where we were going to go. He then showed me sh some images. He then got me to open my eyes, and yeah. he said, "When you think of chocolate." you're going to think of this. And he showed me some disgusting images, right? Ah, <laughs> right. So, so now, like conditioning. Now, I need to tell you, yeah. like, like dog shit, 
right? The, so uh, yeah. the dog shit, um, you know, like flies and maggots and stuff like right, that, you know. Right, but, oh. but But just I want to clarify for people because I know that this is educational for people. I'm not sure that that really had an impact on me. Sure, sure, sure. Right? I mean, I'm like, not yeah, sure that yeah, that had an impact on me. We're keeping an open mind here. This as, much as, as much as just his general messaging had an impact on me. Right. There were things that he said during that hypnosis. He said, and he kept repeating it, he said, when you go, next time you think about ice cream, and next time you think about Ben and Jerry's, or next time you think about Tim Tams, he goes, you're going to say to yourself, I don't want it, I don't need it, I won't have it. Yeah, right. I don't want it. I don't, I don't need, need it. it. I, I won't, won't have, have it. it. So he kept saying that over and over. The other thing he said to me, and then he said lots of stuff, but only certain things stick. And he, yeah, he sure. warned me, he goes, some yeah. things will stick. Right. The other thing he said to me, he said, the more I drink, the more I shrink. He spoke to me about drinking lots of water. The more I drink, oh, the I more I shrink. Oh, I thought he was talking about like tequila. No, 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 no. <laughs> the more I drink, the more I shrink. Those right. are the things that stuck with me, right? So he does this thing, and I go, okay, right over. So the next night, how, how did you feel straight after he leaves? Like better, what, yeah, better. Because I've heard, well, I've heard people talk about being hypnotized. They say it's not like you're out cold. I wasn't out. It's cold, like no. you're, it's like you're sort of aware, but you're in this restful kind of sleep. It's like yeah. you're sleeping, you know but you, but you, really? you know, it's like someone. I also say this, and this is no disrespect to Mark because he's been amazing for me, but. And I haven't said this to him, but I've said to other people, look, for all I know, I could have yeah. sat down with anyone yeah. and spoken about my issue for 90 minutes. And it might have just been sitting down and speaking to someone sure, about it. Sure. However, I don't want to take away from him the fact that I tried so many times right. to do stuff. Right. And it was him who made the difference. So, Here's the thing. Like a placebo still works. Yeah. Like it might not be necessarily the placebo ingredients that had the effect on the body or whatever. But if you believed it did and you it worked, then yeah. it did work. And I don't want to take credit away from him because I was like, so then he goes, okay, I do the hypnosis. And he told me the next night when I was going to crave some chocolate or yep. some ice cream, I was going to go and get some blueberries and I was going to get a scoop of yogurt and just a little bit of muesli and I was going to have that instead. That would satisfy my sweet tooth. Okay. I wasn't going to have the other. So he wasn't trying to trying to starve me of what I right. wanted. So I, I gradually I did that to begin with as a way of going, okay, I can get rid of the other stuff. And I said to him, I don't want to cut sugar altogether. If yeah, I'm going right, to a restaurant, right. yeah, yeah. I'm eating is... the dessert. Yes. Right? If I'm going to a birthday party, I'm eating the cake. I just wanted to get rid of me sitting at home on my own Calling Sam at Ben and Jerry's, right. you know what I mean? So, for example, like I, I used to joke about this on stage about how if I got hypnotized for food, I would want to make sure if I say I don't want KFC anymore, I want the K to be Kentucky and not Korean because I want I don't want Correct. I don't want Kentucky anymore, but I want That's the Korean it. fried chicken. Yeah, I, I I didn't want to. For me, it wasn't like okay, I'm 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 eliminating all this fun stuff right. that I enjoy. Right? right. It's just about putting you know a few limits, a in few place. controls. Yeah. So. So he managed to do that for me, and I think the first big test was a few days later. I went in to fill up some uh, petrol one night at the servo yeah. at about 10 p.m. I'd been out somewhere, and I remember walking in, and I remember seeing the, the bright lights. The of, you know, the, the Magnum, the two-for-one, uh, the cherry right. ripe, all I wasn't sure stuff, what you, you meant know. by bright lights. I thought no, you were fainting and you to... <laughs> no, And I walked yeah. in, and I saw these bright lights, and I went, ooh, this is like my first real test because okay. we don't have it at home. Jody doesn't buy that crap. You know, so I was right, like, right. if I'm not bringing it into the home, it's like where I'm, I'm going to encounter it. This was my first encounter. And the person behind the counter is like, why are and you so wearing I walked in, yeah, why, yeah, why are you standing there staring at me? But I, I walked in and I went really weirdly, I don't want it. I don't need it. I won't have it. I didn't say it out loud. Don't in worry. your head, you ran the mantra. No, that's I don't amazing. Want it. Yeah. I don't need it. I won't have it. I walked in. I paid for the petrol. I walked out. And that's when I went. 
hang on a minute, I think I might be making a bit of progress here. Yeah, right. Did you feel like as you were feeling, like the thing was running in your head, were you trying to convince yourself or you just came naturally? Trying to convince myself. Right, okay, interesting. Because I'm always a bit worried about the hypnotherapy thing because like, I've, I've looked into it, but they say for uh, creative people, it stifles your creativity because you're in this sort of nah. element of trance. Nah. Apparently that's not. not true. You do, you, Are you not in trance? Like, no. no. So you told me that when I wanted to do the hypnosis, I actually booked in an appointment with yeah. the doctor. I remember at one of the episodes I talked about it and then you said it and I was writing my show last year and I thought, you know what, if that's true, I don't want to risk it because yeah. I don't need to tell my dick jokes. And I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I do... <laughs> I do find that a lot of people that I've spoken to about hypnosis around cigarettes, uh, even our friend Adam Rosenbach, who was a previous guest, yeah. uh, I think he got hypnotherapy for cigarettes. And, yeah, stuff. He and, did. It, and it works. Look, it works in the sense that we don't necessarily have to pinpoint why it works, but if mm. that power of suggestion does lead you to having better benefits, totally. why not? You know, it's the yeah. same thing with the argument that I use that I'm not a religious person myself, but if religion can give you that comfort that, you know, you might not get from other sources, then go for it. So he, I mean? he, he then backed it up, right? And I'll see if I can play some of this here, and I'm sure there's a copyright thing right here, but he then backed it up. He then gives you these things, these apps to listen to when you're okay. going to bed, right? So I'll just see if I can play one here so I can just play and you'll get a little bit of a sense of it. I don't know whether this will work. We shout out to but, Mark from Stevens. Yeah, Mark Stevens. So, um, so, and his thing is called, it's Mind Free App. So if you want to download the app or get the app, it's Mind Free App. And look, it's not going to play right now because of Wi-Fi and I'm okay, technologically sure, sure. Yeah, that's terrible. Right. But, right. but it, it also <laughs> means that you, you listen to that while you're going to bed. Okay. So then, and he says, look, even if you just fall asleep, because I'm like, mate, I'll fall asleep on it, right? He goes, it doesn't matter. You're taking this stuff in. Yeah, yeah. And all I know was, so, okay, I go to 97, 96, 95, 94, 93, and then I start hovering. And I was so, like, I wanted to be 90 within five weeks when I started filming this yeah. warrior. I call him and I go, mate, I'm kind of plateauing a little bit, right? You know the plateau. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. So, just, so at this point, all you've changed is the sugar. That's it. Just that. that that's that's it. And you're not doing any around. extra exercise. Yeah, yeah, no? a little bit. I started going. No, no, no I'm With, still two days still a week. Essentially doing so the same he, thing you were doing before. He comes around. Right. And he goes right, righto. So how long we got now? I was like two, three weeks or something. He goes, yeah. okay. He goes, we're going to get there. Let's go. To he a goes. Sauna. I said I was thinking, why don't I get rid of? Uh, I thought, why don't I get rid of alcohol? He goes, perfect. Get rid right. of alcohol. No worries. Until Ninja Warrior filming's over. He goes, done. Let's do that. And then he goes why don't you up the exercise a little bit? I said, okay, let's do that. And then he said, okay, for the next few weeks, we're going to try and do miso soup for dinner. So you're going to do miso soup for dinner and you're going to be drinking lots of tea. He got me this tea, really nice tea, not like boring tea. Yeah, I've got but, to be but fair. Basically... Mate, be careful where you're stemming on from Sri Lanka, all right? Don't mess okay, with tea. Okay, don't, 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 don't. How dare you it's, go down this road, so, you shock jock, so, you. Yeah, so he puts it in. So basically I'm making tea and then letting it go cool. Right. And then taking it in water bottles to work and whatever. So, and then that helped me get. And then all of a sudden, like within a day, within a day of being ready to film, I remember jumping on and I was like, yeah. I was 90.2. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah, like, wow. And I really will. And I do. I feel really grateful about the whole thing. And, and then that's when I then turned up and saw Ben and went, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and now I'm thinking that maybe, I don't know where I'm going with it, but I wouldn't well, mind getting down to like maybe a an 85 or something. But to be honest, I think that, that my ceiling will always now be 90. I'm pretty happy where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, but, right. But That's here's the thing. When I, turned up, when I turned up on, uh, on Ninja, I turned up and I walked in and Rebecca Madden's there. Yes. And I walked in. Still pregnant from last year. No, no, no. She's had, <laughs> she's had the baby. But she goes, you look good. Ah. And I went, oh, yeah. She goes, and like, you know, women notice stuff more than men, you know. So yeah. she was like, she goes, you look really good. She goes, what, have you done something? Yeah, right, right. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't really discussed it too much with her. I was just like getting the job done, you know. And then she goes, she goes, you've, wait, what have you done? 
And I told her, and she was like, you look good. And that was a moment where I went, Yes. Right. Yes. It's right. worked. It's you know, what I did, it paid off and it was good for and me. And did you feel that it consistently kind of works of the ice yeah, cream yeah, situations yeah. now? Yeah, so, like I haven't touched. So just to be clear, yeah. since that first hypnosis, right. I have not eaten a chocolate bar. Halloween came up. We bought $170 worth of chocolate because we live in this street where there's kids everywhere nice. and whatever. Fun. With all these lollies and yeah. whatever. Um, I didn't eat any of any of it. And I'm like, not I have snacks. not eaten a lolly. Yeah, right. I've not eaten a chocolate. I'm not eating an ice cream. And do you know what? I actually haven't, I genuinely, I mean this, sure. I look you guys in the eyes when I say it, I have not felt the need, I haven't even thought about it, but I've gone to a few functions, yeah. like I went to a function at the uh, convention center here in Melbourne for something, and they had this like three different types of chocolate ice cream dessert, Right. and they said, do you want dessert? I was like, what's that? They said, yeah. I was like, bring it here. Okay. So it's like, so I eat, and if I'm going, like if I'm going somewhere or whatever, so there've been moments... I'm still enjoying the good stuff. Right, right. So I you... go to a birthday party. Uh, Sophia, a girl that works for me, she had a 21st birthday party, and I started eating the cake. She goes, and I'd confess to Sophia about what I was doing. Right. She goes, Ben, no, don't, don't, stop eating. What are you doing? And I was like, no, Sophia, because she, she knew I had this goal to get yeah, to 90. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. This is part of it. Right. I'm right. enjoying it. This, that's probably it's my cheat It's the unconscious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, it, but it's not like, okay, I'm doing it once a week. It's right. like when I turn up somewhere and there's something something going on, right. when you, I'm not going to deprive myself. So you're doing yeah. it very consciously rather than being on autopilot, rather than just having that thing of just, you know, like the incident with the goji berries, yeah, where you just yeah, were exactly. shoving it down because it was there. Yeah. You just go, hang on, do I want that three yeah. chocolate thing? Do I want the cake? And you go, yeah, and do it. I And do I need to finish it? That's the other thing that's too. That's the I big one. Go, yeah. Oh, look, give me the smallest slice. And then I, I've been doing something which I've never done before in my life, which is, okay, if I enjoy it, mate, it's, I'll, I'll wipe that plate clean. Right. But, but say on Sophia's birthday cake, no offense, Sophia, but there was kind of alcohol in it or something. You know, it's like it's yeah, adult yeah. cake. And I was like, I'm more of a kid taste. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Eh, I'll leave half of it. Right, 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 okay. So which I, you know, as opposed to the old me, which would be like, it's there, it's cake, finish it. Right. So then during filming of Ninja Warriors, something you picked up on before, now I'm like, because you need to charge yourself yeah. to keep going into the early hours, yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, blueberries, nuts. I made some of those. Or I got um, uh, someone who helps us out at home a little bit to um, to make some of those kind of yummy bliss ball kind of things. Ah, uh, yep, 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 so yep. Some yep. of those well, things. I've been talking about, we were obsessed with it, that at home. Is, yeah. is there a difference? Have you have you noticed a difference rather than the type of high you, like the energy boost you get from the bliss balls and the blueberries oh, versus it's the sugar high? Yeah, I mean, the sugar high is certainly more effective. Do you feel you the know? dip though, the sugar oh, high dip? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You get the big dip. You but know? what's really interesting is because we were doing late nights, the audience gets handed just lollies, like lollies, lollies, lollies. Yeah. And like last night, I was like, like I haven't been touching like there's there is boxes. When I say boxes, there are hundreds of boxes of gummy bears. Yeah. Like gummy bears right. everywhere. And like last season I would have just polished them off. I would have just gone, eaten maybe sixteen packs. Yeah. I have not had the urge Same. to eat one of those packets. Yeah. And then it really caught my eye because there was one guy where they left the box next to him and then I was just watching him and he was just <laughs> stuffing Smashing his pockets. Him. Yeah. With gummy bears while eating gummy bears at well, the same free. time. Free gummy bears. Free gummy bears. And right. just consuming. I was like, you're not conscious. You when, are so out of it. It's not funny. When, when you're the first year I filmed this show with Ben and Rebecca and Freddie, they called two weeks before and they said, what lollies do you like? What yeah. chocolate do you like? Yeah. What what booze do you like? What type of beer do you like? What type of gin do you like? And you turn up in your room and they've got the gin, the vodka, the yeah, type right. of beer. So it's like We had the same thing year, at the Exford Hotel yeah. as well. Yeah. When we <laughs> <laughs> this year I, I called them up and said, hey listen, I don't want any of that stuff anywhere yeah. near my room, right. right? I was like, 
here's the fruit. stuff that I want. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. It's funny. Freddie Flintoff said the same thing. His rider is now fruit and stuff. He yeah. doesn't get touched, but he knows at least yeah. it's there if he needed it. So right? even alcohol. Okay. So when I shook the alcohol, and I and I love a drink. I love red wine. I love a beer. I love yeah. all that stuff. But I just kind of decided too after getting off the booze for a few weeks. I thought that is something I definitely don't miss. And I went to say so I go to a Melbourne Cup lunch. Yeah. I hosted a, a table for Melbourne Cup Day at this right. beautiful restaurant in Sydney, Machiavelli. Right. So I'm like, oh, you know, you imagine great restaurant. My friends, my friends, Italian food, Oof. right? So, and I'm explaining to people, no, I'm not drinking. So, but what I found that day, it's only the first one that really is the challenge. So it's yeah. like when everyone else is having a beer or a wine or a vodka or whatever, and I'm having a mineral water. After that, it's sweet. It's not an issue at all. So once you get past I, I didn't that, follow. so what do you mean? The, the, the first one being the, the first one's a challenge. The first, yeah, in, yeah. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. But after yeah, that, yeah. after that, it's just like I don't, I don't want what they're having. Right, 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 right. right. So I found that really good to to kick, and then even. My birthday, I had my birthday a couple of nights ago while I was here, and, and Zach, them, my, my producer uh, from my radio show, myself and Zach and a couple of uh, mates from Melbourne went out to dinner, and Zach said to me, mate, your birthday, surely you're going to have the bit of booze tonight. I said, no, no, I'm not. So they were all drinking booze. I wasn't. However, when Ninja Warrior is over in a few days, I've yeah. decided the day after, Heroin. I booked, I booked, yeah, <laughs> I, I booked a private a room at a restaurant, yeah. and I've invited a whole bunch of people along, and I'm going to go absolutely Nuts, right? Yeah, and I right. know that. Yeah, I know. But, it, but I know you're I'm conscious gonna... of it, and you're in control yeah, of it. I know. I, for example, one p.m. lunch. Yeah, midday, in the in the hotel room. I've said to Zach, "That's when we're going to start drinking tequila. Right, right, right. We're yeah. going to start drinking tequila. Great. It's all planned out, and, well and I'm going to absolutely enjoy it. Okay, yeah. so two questions. Firstly, um, the how did you feel when we like a few minutes ago talking about Ben and Jerry's and stuff? What was like your you know how when I'm talking about it, it's clearly I'm fetishizing it and yeah. getting too excited. And the second question being now with the booze that's coming up, uh, do you have concerns about how you're going to go on? No, going? so no. What I'm what I'm thinking, what I'm going to do with the booze. My plan with the booze is I've realised I don't really enjoy it so much as in every night of the week having a couple of glasses of wine. This ah. might sound this will sound wrong. This will sound wrong, right? But it doesn't matter. I I enjoy getting drunk. Agreed. That's what I've said. Yeah. This right. I enjoy times. getting drunk. We miss it. M- much more so than. <laughs> Sorry. Much more so. It sounded so <laughs> sincerely sad. We miss yeah. it. <laughs> I do occasionally yeah. miss no, it. No, no, for sure. I know. What I don't enjoy so much, I don't enjoy just having a couple of glasses. Interesting. Right, right, right. So, right, it's right. Like, so what I've decided, and I'm sure this is not advisable, but what I've decided is that I'm going to go to. No, no, no. I'm going to become a 12 times a year. Get drunk, kind of guy. Interesting. See, but then again, that makes sense to me Can because you go, "Hey, there's a thing for whatever reason. I fucking love having a drink and being drunk. That was the same with yeah. me. More than the taste. I loved scotch and beers, but I also loved being maggoted. But rather than necessarily doing it every week, you've decided, yeah. you know what? I'll give myself some controls. Yeah. Like you know, I, who knows down the track? Maybe you might down to six times a year yeah, or whatever. I, I know already that. Uh, say this Sunday when Ninja Warrior is over, I'm gonna have a blowout. Right. I know that in my diary, um, right before Christmas, there's a, a gathering of uh, a lot of my schoolmates. Right. We're gonna get together for a big lunch, that's going to be another big day, right? Yeah. So there will be key days, but it's not going to be a, oh, it's Monday, it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Right, the unconscious binging, right? And the only other one I'll do is that when Jody and I are going out for a meal, it's something just the two of us, and I like that's something that the I'm going to enjoy. The ritual of the wine, yeah. We're going to have a nice bottle of wine together. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah That's going to be something that's like, let's go which and is, have a nice bottle of wine. Which is something I, because we don't, oh, I don't drink, and I'm still, I'm going to do another year. So I've done a year, and I think and I'm going to do another year. But my partner's never been a big drinker, so I reckon uh, there will be a time when I drink again, but our drinking has always been separate. So she doesn't yeah. really drink much, and I always go out without the boys or everything else. So we've decided that when I have my first drink again, it'll 
be with her yep. at a nice restaurant, uh, maybe a bottle of wine, maybe one glass, but just to when I do break the pattern, but break yep. it in a positive manner someone, and make it... Someone mm. gave me, and I, not that this would necessarily apply to all situations, but someone gave me... I, I emceed something for a charity thing recently, and they gave me a bottle of Penfolds Grange, right? Yeah, right. So I was like, oh, Penfolds Grange. Well, I know this is fancy wine, right? Do you know what I do in those things? I straight away go on to Dan Murphy, see how much it yeah, costs, and then decide on whether they really? like me or not. So my dad is a is a wine writer, right? So dad comes over to our place, and it was his birthday. Right. Uh, so September 16 this year, he comes over to our place... And he goes, and I said, Dad, have a look at this. Someone gave me this. And I show it to him, and he goes, 2001. He goes, that's about a $900 bottle of wine. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. And then I said, and, and it was just like a random Sunday morning. He comes around every kind of fortnight with mum to see the kids. They want to see the kids, and they pretend to come and see us too. And so a couple of my neighbors were over as well because the kids are playing in the backyard. And, and he was telling us about, oh, yeah, that's a nice bottle. And I went, I said, let's crack it. Let's drink it. And he goes, no, 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 save for a special occasion. I was like, well, let's do it now. He goes, mate, it's 10.30 a.m. And I said, who cares? And the other neighbors are going, mate, don't open it. Don't open it. I was like, no, 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 we're opening it. Right. So I go and open it, and they're going, don't open the wine. Save it for a special occasion. I was like, guys, it's my dad's birthday. Let's open the bottle of wine. Yeah. So they were, you know, when people are really insistent, don't do it, don't do it. I was like, no, there's not going to be. Instead of searching for special occasions, yeah. the f- special occasions found right us. Yeah. We cracked it. And dad was like, you got to decanter it. I decanted it for 45 seconds. And then we're like, let's drink it. <laughs> and everyone at the end of that day was like, how cool was that? It was a special right. occasion. Yeah. Let's In enjoy moment, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10.30 yeah. a.m. on a Sunday morning. I love my dad. Yeah. Let's have a bottle of wine together. So I'm not suggesting it's oh, always going to be Grange at 10.30 on, on a Sunday morning, <laughs> but it's going to well, be more of know, a case of if let's... If you're in church, you're fine with it. Let's find a reason. Let's find a reason to do it. I and like that this. might be for me. I reckon for me it'll sure. be Friday night. Friday night, Jody and I, half, you know, let's have a, let's have a few glasses of wine yeah. together. Right. That'll be my weekly alcohol thing. Yeah. And then the other one will be blowout time will be those 12 times a year where it's like, oh, it's an engagement party. It's a wedding. It's a, yeah, it's right, a right. boys' night, so whatever this, it might be. So it's a Christmas. That's interesting what you say. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how you frame it like that because I like that it, the, the way you explain it makes perfect sense to me. But it, I don't think I personally could apply that because I was so good at finding those reasons, quote unquote, mm, yeah. to have a blowout. You know what I mean? Like in back in the day, we'd be like, all right, I'll have a blowout on my birthday. Yeah. All right, okay, cool. It's February. Okay, I'll do Feb fast. But hang on, wait a minute. No, yeah. I've got this birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, it's the Sri Lankan Independence Day. We don't drink that day, but I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, I'll always find <laughs> right, reasons. Let me so ask that, you this though. Let yeah. me ask you this. Do you feel slightly superior when you don't drink, do I feel slightly superior when I don't That's drink? That's a very yeah. good question. Like, like in terms I've, of superior to the people who are drinking, who are drinking? No, 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 no. Well, no, I found opposite. myself, I found myself feeling this little. Oh, I feel all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I feel a an inch taller in the times that I don't. So there will be occasions where I'm going to go, oh, it's someone's birthday party or it's something whatever, and I'm not going to do it because I also have now discovered the feeling. Like I like feeling the feeling of being a bit drunk, I also now get a little bit drunk on being the person who ah, goes. Ah, okay. No, I can say I, no to no, it. No, I, I, I've got the, I've got the freedom to say and the power to say. And I'll, and no, I'll, and I'll add on top of that is if when you do do that because I have that sense as well because I feel like this is it's still a bit of achievement if I go out with mates and everyone's drinking and I get away with it. But to even feel even better is if I go out have a night with mates 
and they all drink, and then I wake up the next day, but they don't even notice that I'm not drinking. Yeah. That, for me, that's good. is just one of the greatest. It's happened a couple of times where I'll come home at 1.30. It's a great night. I've driven a couple... Like, I was driving a mate home, and he was mm. pissed. He's like, how, how can you drive? I was like... I haven't had a drink. I haven't had yeah, a drink. That's good. He's like, what? That's good. I want to do that. And that's... Because I'm the dickhead who sits there just telling everyone, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm sober. Look yeah. at me. Haven't had a drink. Still yeah, haven't had a drink. Yeah, you want, you want the validation for not having a drink. I, I can totally relate to that. So but in terms of the idea of being inferior, superior inferior, for me, initially, do I do feel jealous of my mates who are able to you know, yep. function yep. and still have a big night out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wish I had that ability. And I've had to come to terms with the fact that I'm not one of those people that can have... But you, but you know yourself, and it's getting to know what you want and what right. you. And I, I've learned that too in my, you know, I suppose I'm feeling in the last few years, I really feel like all of a sudden in life, I know what I want and I know what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of. And yeah. right. the fact that you know that about yourself, right. that right. it doesn't matter what works for Ben or that works sure. for me or anyone else. I'm right. not sounding like I'm the guru of no, Mark that's, Stevens, that's, the hypnotherapist, but it's totally. like, you know, get to know your own thing and get to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you, even on alcohol, right? I've worked out, okay, if I really want that feeling of feeling a little bit pissy, right? Yeah. Then the best way to deliver that to my system is some shots of tequila and drink lots of water, right? Yep. That's better for me. That's better for my yeah, weight. Yeah, so you minimize, it's damage control. Whatever. It's damage control rather than me there sucking back 12 beers, right, or drinking vodka, lime, and soda and all that kind of stuff. It's like shots of tequila mixed in with, with water so that I'm not, you know, throwing my guts up and all that kind of stuff. That works for me. What? Yeah, and I, and I, we, we did the vodka soda thing with fresh lime. Like, I did a, there yeah. was a big period of me doing that. I love uh, how you said we looking at me <laughs> like we were in this journey together. <laughs> but I remember I remember I was like, oh, this is fine. I'm doing gigs. I'm off the beers. It's just vodka soda. Yeah. And I remember one night, you forget how quickly you can drink yeah, soda yeah, yeah. water. Yeah. And I remember one night, I was absolutely smashed. I was like, I don't understand. I've just been on the sodas. And then I just hold up this pint glass with is just full of lime oh, like yeah. 20 limes which just showed that i just had been going yeah. absolutely bananas the whole night and it yeah. was 20 drinks and then the next day because we were saying it's more the food right that after you're getting pissed yeah that that was like i used to time it as well it's like i used to organize blowouts all the time with mates uh, set it up uh know that i've got panadol i've got two liters of soda water at home you're ready i'm ready i used to plan it out to the t mm. the only problem i would have is then even then when i get pissed I would not be able to control the food intake. I right. just would yeah, not yeah, be yeah. able to right, do it. Right. It'd be, it wouldn't be one kebab. It would. My record is two kebabs and a pizza. Yeah. And a pizza, sitting. like a slice or a no, sit, as yeah. a full pizza. Yeah, wow, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not really. Um, when I when I get boozed, I don't really have that. I, I need to eat something to make sure that before I go to sleep, to make sure that I, I don't, I'm not going to wake up and feel like, oh, I feel really crookier. Yeah. So to soak up some of the grog. Right. But, but that, that can be a cup, you know, a piece of toast or, or whatever just to... Oh, so you managed to stop at toast. Like you don't feel like greasy crap at the time? No, no. Like if, I'm, if I'm out with people, I'm like, oh, look, there's a kebab joint or there's a pizza joint or like whatever. Like no Maccas fine. necessarily? Like, yeah, you know Maccas. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, like right. that's fine if it's there. But, but equally, I'm just happy to go home and go, I'll have a piece of toast. And, nah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, my day was more like just finding the most fucked thing that I can just uh, line it with. It's funny you're talking about your ritual when you come home. Mine was, uh, I, I remember I had Barocca, uh, uh, Barocca's <laughs> yeah. uh, Gatorade powder, the whole powdered form, and yeah. I had uh, orange juice. So I put a glass of orange juice, mix a Barocca in there and the Gatorade powder. <laughs> and one of the nights during the comedy festival, I come home, I, I woke up rather, I can't find my wallet, can't find my, mm. uh, my phone. Those yeah. are gone. Somewhere in the night it's gone missing. I don't know how I ended up here. But yeah, 
yet I saw that I've done the Barocca get red thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it had become such a part that. of my DNA yeah. to do that, that I was just able to quickly just like MacGyver that shit and just go to bed. Mm. Because that's the thing. You just find ways to manage it. One of the biggest things that happened to me once I quit was realizing, oh my God, I was you know, doing well in spite of it, not because of it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I'd found ways to make this binge drinking of mine work uh, with my normal life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I found the biggest change for me in terms of not missing it as much is trying to discover what it was that I loved about drinking. Now, there's definitely elements of getting drunk that you cannot replicate, yeah. you know, sober for sure. But some of the things, and this is so silly, but one of it is I used to love belting songs out when I was drunk like power yeah. ballads yeah, like yeah. coming home in the shower just belting it out or just like why I'm going to sleep on YouTube listening yeah. to Sia Chandelier and just crying yeah. right and what I decided <laughs> is like after about a year of sobriety I'm like man I haven't done that since I stopped no. drinking that's bullshit so one afternoon literally three o'clock in the afternoon I'm just in my apartment right. you've seen the apartment yeah. just belting tunes out because no one else is in the yeah. uh, the corridor no one's there in my building because i'm the yeah. only one who's up at that like is at yeah. home at that time and it felt great so yeah. i realized some of the things of that i oh, and don't get me wrong i know i'm sounding stupid like drinking is fun I'm, i would hate it like to be one of the people who goes no man my you know drinking's bu bullshit i'm like i oh, know yeah. it's fucking awesome it's just that i lost control of it that's why i can't do it anymore yeah but that doesn't take away the fact that there are great moments when so, you're so drunk. you won't have a drink again i won't no i don't i don't trust myself enough to do it again yeah put it that way like i can have i'll have a glass tonight if i wanted to i'll be fine tomorrow maybe in a month's time i might have two but then the third month will be like hey you had two two months ago why don't you have three tonight yeah, and then yeah, it'll yeah, just yeah. i just don't trust myself at drink number four yeah. onwards you know but, but it's so true everyone's got mates like i've said before i'm like I've got mates who were destined not to drink. It's like, dude, alcohol does not work with you. Right. Like with different drugs or different yep. vices or whatever right. it might be, that does not work for you. What might work for one person doesn't work for another person, you know? And the more we get to know that, right. instead of thinking, oh, hang on a moment, like how many people do you hear, oh, no, I read this and I saw that. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, but you're better off getting to know the you, what it's, works for you're you. You're so spot on. And that's what was really interesting because I have been in, I've been in a long-term relationship for close to 23 years. Mm. And so, you know, my partner was with me before I became a comedian. But she talks about, even then when I became she's still a comedian, waiting for you. she's yeah. still waiting for the jokes. <laughs> but when I became a comedian, the drinking started getting heavier and heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we realized as well that I realized that my way of drinking was letting off steam. Like rather than, you know, playing squash, which is what I do now, or, or just, you know, hitting the gym hard, it was the, it was the only way I knew how to let off steam. Yeah. And that became, that became addictive. Getting rid of the pressure was drinking, you know, six beers, three shots of tequila, yeah. which I can never have again because yeah. I used to be called the raging rhino. And I used to just, Ooh. just, I, cause tequila is one of those ones that is just off the list because yeah. I'd have that. And I generally thought, even I was in your like, drinking days, you took it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get angry or well, you get, well, this sums it up. This is what I knew. What happens is I generally, I wouldn't get angry, but I just would start doing this thing where I start running Beat the into wall. people. Yeah, yeah, eat the wall, but just run into people. Like it was just oh. like eternally, not yeah. that I was a footy player or anything. Yeah. Wait, what? You just like charge people? I charge people. Right. Like, I was just, it would just pet me up. And then I remember, and then I remember this was a big issue. It was one night, Brunswick Street, Black Cat. I was on the tequilas. My mate's like, you, we've got to get you out of here. This yeah. is no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, the, the, I used to ride home all the time. And because I'm Dutch, you know, once yeah, you start yeah, drinking, you get on the bike. You get yeah. on the bike. You like, turn down Johnson Street. It's a Spanish for, uh, food festival. Yeah. They think it's running of the bulls. <laughs> is it just charging yeah, just people like, down? But I remember I was unlocking my bike and my friend Dan, who just goes, nah, it's not happening. You are too wasted. I'm, no. And he's like, just taking the keys off. And I was like wrestling with him. I'm just yeah. heaps stronger with him. And then he did something that I realized I had a problem. He grabs my phone holds it up and goes, I'm going to call Maya. 
my partner, mm. and then everything just dropped. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, your balls. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And that's when I realized, like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Like, this is bad for our relationship. If I'm then, that's my benchmark. That's yeah. the person who's yeah. holding me accountable. That's why I don't drink in front of her. Yeah. And that changed everything. So it made me realize that I was drinking for the wrong reasons. You, you guys have done something pretty incredible, haven't you, when you think about it? I don't want to all of a sudden turn like I'm doing the interview with you guys. That's fine. Please go as ahead. As I look at the two of you, I mean... How old are you? 33. And? 29. No, 38. <laughs> like, you know, this could have gone on for another 10, 15, yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. 30 years. Yeah. And you guys had a power within you to do something about it, which is pretty amazing. We, you know? we talk about this a bit. Like, in fact, before we started, you asked me what you reckon the secret was for me. And I think if I had to explain it, it comes down to this idea that I've realized is about the pain of doing something versus the pain of the regret of not doing it. Yeah. So for me, once the bet kicked in, it was all about making sure I didn't lose to Ben. So mm. that was yeah. not a That's solid... That's what I loved about it. Yeah. That was not a solid enough reason for a long-term change, but yeah. it was the enough of the spark to get me going. Yeah. So the hope was once that starts me, I will try and pick up some technique or strategies that I can apply for the rest of my life. That yeah. was the whole purpose of the bet. The bet was just the spark to kick things off. See, my version of the bet has been Mark, the hypnotherapist, right? right? Because what he does, he said to me, he goes, goes, um, okay, what are we going to call this mission? Oh. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, like the mission for you yeah, to go yeah, from 97 yeah. to 90. I go, and I'm a bit stubborn, right? And I'm like, and I'm not into kind of that. I said, no, no, we don't need to give it a name. He goes, no, it's going to have a name. Oh, okay, he goes, cool. it's called, it's the Ninja Mission. And I was like, okay, nice. right But what he'd then do is he then sends me texts and he does this for all his clients. He's like, it's not just a set and forget. He's then, how are we tracking on the Ninja Mission? Yeah, And nice. I then find myself, because I get up every morning and I weigh myself, yeah. and I'll be like, I send him a text, I go, 92. Mission accomplished. And he's like, yeah, right. right, you know what I mean? It's like that that just little check-in, that way of... Now, the amount of people who then all of a sudden have said to me, through like I was trying a, a suit on, and a guy was like, oh, we, had, we they sized up a suit for me when I was 97, and now I'm 90. And he was like, oh, so I think I've, I've stuffed this up, and I, I felt guilty. So I said, oh, no, mate, I've lost a few kilos, you know. And he then said, how? And I told him about the hypnotherapy. And he then told me about an issue that he has. So it's amazing how many different people then go, give me this guy's number. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Like, totally, totally. And, and I know he's done it with them as well as far as, oh, he, the, you know, because this guy's told me as well. He goes, oh, he's good with the little follow-up text message just to see how you're going and how you're tracking. And so that, here, sorry, oh, well, that's what's been really interesting. So uh, throughout the Ninja Warrior, I, I've been talking about Fitbit and then Ben and I have this sort of shtick that we do that we talk about it, and I tell my story about losing weight. So last night when we were filming, uh, one lady goes, hey, I'm up to episode four. Oh! Oh, there no you go. Yeah, and I'm just saying I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, she goes, but what what I love the most is I've I've already seen the end product, so I feel like I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing Spoilers. the prize. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm so excited to get to that point. And yeah. then she was like, "What episode do you lose?" And I was like, "Wait for it." And the reason it's been good for me is because you know I've I've I mixed up your podcast with the kind of like, okay, I'm listening to the hypnotherapy, yeah. you know, the 12 yeah. steps to doing whatever. So it's like yours has been great because it's like it's got the laughs and the entertainment mixed in with exactly the same positive. That's music. fascinating. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. And I've Some... loved it. That's why I've jumped up there. I get up on the microphone and yeah, I don't great. know what, I don't know what the bosses think about it because I just say, hey, you know yeah. Ben Lomas down there? He's got to <laughs> oh, make, make, sure, so make sure you download Fitbet. Fitbet. Uh, that's yeah. I saw you when you mentioned it on Instagram. Actually, funny enough, someone on Instagram sent me a message today saying it's a really fun podcast to listen to in reverse because it's just two blokes putting on weight. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you start at the end. <laughs> but this is what I want to ask you, Forty, because... 
I like, I love that you found the thing that, that's helping you, which is Mark Stevens, right? Yep. But I'm also more fascinated about figuring out what the principles behind what you did is what's been worked. Because my question is, what do you reckon you'll do? And in just say extreme example, whatever reason Mark Stevens doesn't want to work with you sure. again, or he dies or whatever it is, yeah. what's your, like, I know that sounds extreme, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I mean how do you take, how do you, all the best, Mark. How do you take what you've learned in the last couple of months ongoing, if he wasn't there as a, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. I think it's the feeling of pride in myself. Yeah. And I really mean that. I like, I feel, I feel a degree of gratitude about where I'm at at the moment in my life. Like so many other things are going well for me. I married up. I've got this amazing wife. I've got these two phenomenal kids. I've got good jobs. Everything's going so well for me. I've got great staff, a good team that I work with in my work life. I've got no other issues where I kind of felt like, oh, that's an area where I'm kind of failing. And all of a sudden, the area of failure, I've right. kind of done something about it. And you know what it was? It was time. Yeah, the time came yeah. along and it was time for me to do it. And I want to be like, I want to be a good role model for my kids. It sounds corny, but I want no, to be. No, but you know, the same. Ben. I don't want, you know what I mean? It's same. like Freddie's like he's, you know, I said before, he's the, I've got four and two. He, he's actually not quite four yet, but he's about to turn four. But it's like he's a four-year-old boy. And at some point soon, five, six, he'll start noticing these things, right? If you guys have spoken about where it's like, you know, he'll start noticing things and thinking, hang on a moment, why isn't he kind of, you know, as fit as other dads out there and whatever, like, you know, and I'm really active. I've always, one thing is I've always been active. So it's not like I'm ever going to be the dad sitting on the couch, not getting out there playing with the kids. I'm the dad who gets out there climbing trees, running amok, doing that stuff. But it's like for my own sense of self. I feel really happy about where I am right now. It, it's so such a, it's such a weird we, thing with like people like I hate, we got to find a new word for self-love, but honestly, that is the perfect word for it. Like self-love, as soon as you start to respect yourself well, enough to not you know cheat what? on yourself. You know what? Yeah. You know how when, when um, uh, celebs and sports stars get hooked on, you know, ice and cocaine and whatever, they go off to Thailand. Guilty. To these, they go off to Thailand. Guilty. They go off to <laughs> Thailand to these rehab clinics. Someone was telling me the other day about this. There's some rehab clinic in Thailand, which is famous for being able to turn people's lives around. Around, right? Yeah, right. And someone was telling me about it. I'm about to interview the guy who runs it next week. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And he was saying, they said, what they teach you is they teach you to love yourself so much. Oh, my God. As opposed to, as opposed <laughs> to no, shame, they make you leave I, leave there three weeks <laughs> later that you love yourself so much that you couldn't possibly do that. Oh, my that God. Listen, listen, this is genuinely true. So you saw me taking out my notebook and I'm flipping yeah, yeah, through. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to do it off here. And I went, oh, my God. Because, Ben, read what is written here at this bottom here. I love you. No, you fuckhead. Long term self respect. No, you read the wrong thing. Oh, you were meant to read, love yourself too much to let yourself eat pizza. There you go. That's yeah. literally what I knew. I wrote something along the lines and I was trying yeah. to find it. And literally, that's exactly what he said. You need to love yourself to that point where you know you're going to hurt it yourself if you have this yeah. damaging behavior yeah. any further. And, and also, I'm, and I'm, for, <laughs> I love our little teamwork just then, yeah, by the way. That, no, you fucking. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the record, I'm never going to be perfect, right? Right. I'm, I know that right now. I'm, I, I'm still going to eat pizza. I'm still going to eat kebabs. And that's I'm not still a bad thing. Ice cream. Yeah. That's the other thing. But I'm balancing it up with the other stuff. And right. I knew that my weakness, my weakness was doing stuff on my own at home no one else is around and I'm eating chocolate and lollies and ice cream I didn't want to do that stuff anymore so I've got rid of that I've cut back on the alcohol 
but I'm not going to cut back on enjoying all the great stuff in life, all the wonderful food, all yeah. the things that make me happy. I'm not going to get rid of that. Yeah, because and, and, that's what Freddie Flintoff said as well. Like he goes, uh, what was the point of getting these abs if I'm not happy? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like you got to figure out what it is for you that actually makes you tick and be overall happiness. You're like your net happiness shouldn't yeah. be affected because if you've got abs, but now you haven't had, you know, ice cream in a while. And, or whatever. and, and it's then it's like, so, it, and I've mentioned this on the pod, but it's just passing that pride in yourself, but then passing it on to your kids. Yeah, and I with my four year old, it has gone from her saying at two and a half, three, going, oh, "Is daddy still in bed? He's had a big night." To uh, cut back a couple of months ago, I can hear them in the front room waking up because I've already been to the gym, and they're like, "Daddy, daddy," and then my little son's like, "Daddy at gym." Yeah, and I just started weeping, just going, "It's starting to change. Yeah, it's yeah, starting yeah. to have the effect." And we summed it up yesterday. We went to have ice cream. Now I stay away from ice cream, but my kids are like, "You know, we're not going to not have it." Yeah. But then yeah. what we've been doing is when you do have a treat, you share. It. And that's something I never did. Like, I always wanted the biggest dessert, the yeah, biggest yeah, pizza. Yeah. And then when we get there, before I even say anything, my daughter's like, Daddy, do you want to share an ice cream? I yeah. was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, I don't need my own one. We're happy to share it. Like, yeah. even that sense of moderation, which I have struggled my whole life with, the idea that I can then pass it on as a positive effect that those kids have it before they start. And yeah. that, for me, has recently been one of the biggest wins, that moderation, you know, they say it's genetic. And sure it is. My dad's had issues with consumption as well. But I was just like, nah, this time, yeah. you know, I, I've got this, but I want my kids to know that they've got it too. Well, if you, if you really like something, you know, you, you yeah. respect it and go, you know, I just, maybe we should just go into the ice cream shops and just get the free samples. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just get like, a little yeah, bit. Let me try the caramel. Now, let me right. try the double chocolate. <laughs> let me try, see you later. I'm but out of here. Yeah, exactly. And, and I like what you're saying, Ben, as well. And I suppose for me in that situation of not having anyone to be accountable for, that was one of the biggest challenges for yeah. me because living alone, just no one, if I fuck up, no one really needs to know. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So finding what you were saying, Bear Fordham, about being able to love yourself enough to not let yourself down. Yeah. That's one of the key things I would say and not shaming yourself. Like I've yeah. said this quite a lot recently about the biggest uh, difference for me is the shame spiral. So what will happen is, uh, you know, any addiction starts and ends with pain. So you have the pain of anxiety or heartbreak or whatever it is or stress and then you give in to your impulses of whether it's drugs or booze or food and then you get the temporary relief. You get the anesthesia that comes from just being, you know, out of it. But then the consequences of that kick in and then you're back to feeling shame and pain yeah. and back, you're back at that yeah. cycle. So by clipping it at the shame level, you go, fine, you enjoyed it. Like, remember the, the Dilday, yeah, right? Totally. Dilday was with me going, you know what, fuck it, just have a blowout, enjoy the shit out of it. Don't don't feel bad about doing it, just enjoy it, and then just get back on track the next yeah. day. It's easier said than done, sure, but you can train yourself to being able to allow yourself a little moment of weakness, but enjoy that moment, and then just jump, jump, get back into I've it. I've all of a sudden discovered the the endorphins that come from, from working out and yeah. training, you know, and that... That idea of, all right, well, I know I'm going to have a bit of a session here. I'm going at a dinner or whatever. And Zach and I, as we've been, we've been staying here at the, uh, the Novotel at South Wharf. Yeah, quick, Zach, your producer. Quick yep. plug for them because it's a great hotel. Lovely. And nice little gym in there. So I go and I'm like, we're going out at 8.15. The radio show finished at 6. We're going to do a quick session. Yeah, we're going to do a wow, half an hour in the gym. Right, right, right. And then it's just that feeling of, whoa, when you step out of the elevator and yeah. you're like, let's go and go and walk and go on a dinner, I feel a different person. <laughs> And I feel like I've little, I've earned this a little bit, and the, and yeah. the endorphins that come from that, I, I just hadn't experienced that before. That's, that's why, amazing. I, and, and that's one of the reasons why I try to ride to every gig I have. Like yeah, I just just go hard on the bike, and then yeah. when I get there, I've got to change it. Like I've got a t-shirt, just whip it out, go on stage, whip it get out. Heckled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? It is a novelty act. You know what I've noticed <laughs> that I love is that uh, I now 
instinctively go towards the lift, but then I go, no, fuck it. What are you talking about? You can take stairs yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. I do enjoy that win. Hey, I know we need to start wrapping yeah, yeah. up, for yeah, it, yeah. but before we go, just this uh, quickly, can you just tell me a little bit? We almost got into it before we started recording about you growing up. You said you didn't have scales. Yeah, well, just like, um, I suppose as far as the background of the whole thing, you know, I didn't grow up in a family where yeah. there were there were scales in yeah, the bathroom. Yeah. So I, it just wasn't something that was ever on my mind. It wasn't something that, you know, and I didn't really, you know, mum and dad weren't kind of people who went to the gym or anything like that. So it just wasn't, it wasn't something a that consideration. was... Oh, that's no, so funny because we, we didn't have that either. Except now, if, if I think about it, is I grew up in a physio. So the only place was downstairs with the scales underneath the treatment table. Yeah. But we would never use like them. Like I remember doing, I filmed a story once when I was at Channel 9 on, so it was like a weight loss farm somewhere in a some kid who'd done a something amazing. Oh, it was something, I can't remember what it was. Kids. But I remember, <laughs> I remember it was, a, it was, there were scales there. And I was like, oh... I wonder what I weigh. Right. So I jumped on him, and I think then I was eighty. I would have been eighty. Yeah, right. This might be fifteen years ago or something like that. Okay. Now I'm 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 ninety, and I think my new thing will be ninety will be my ceiling. Yeah. Uh, like I'd love to say to you guys, now I'm going to get down to eighty or eighty five. So but, but I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Like what I think I'll do is I think I'll try and get down to about eighty five, but then I'll I'll allow myself that when I hit ninety. When I go above 90, that's time to go, bring it back, bring it back, yeah. bring it back. Because okay. I feel good where I am at the moment. You start imagining and, dog and shit. And one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons I'm, I'm here doing this podcast with you guys, let's not kid ourselves, there's a degree of accountability about it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? To kind of go, right. Right, You put it out there, you put yeah, it out there. Put it out so there. We, did, we did enjoy doing that with one of our previous guests as well, whether you want to have a little goal that you chuck out there and maybe we'll come back in a year yeah. or something and see yeah, where we're at. I reckon... I reckon um, Trying to stay under 90 for a year at least? Yeah, I, like I reckon that. the realistic thing is is that um, that I, I will not be above 90. Yeah, great. I want to get below 90 and then I will remain under 90 for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, awesome. That's it. Do it. It's awesome. Not, I, could, I could aim higher... But that's where I'm at. Mate, this has been great. Yeah, this is, that's Thank you so much. Therapeutic. Therapeutic. Thank you so much. And, and thanks for sharing some of that stuff. Thanks for the podcast. I love it. Oh, oh, mate. I what, encourage everyone, download Fitbit. Oh, hang on a moment. You already have. You already have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just I'm so used to plugging it. I'm so used to plugging oh, it. such a pro. It. That's love why it. he gets the big bucks, Betty. Hey, uh, that's uh, pretty much from us as well. Uh, yes. You know, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, go to Fitbit Pod, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. Yeah. Thank you. Keep oh, man, uh, the man. The messages, the positive messages, keep and coming. Stories. And it's amazing. We're loving the stories. We're getting so many stories of people's goals and yeah. their weight loss, and and hearing the stories of achievements. We yeah. can't get enough of it. Quick couple of plugs from me. I've got my tour cheat days next year coming up. Uh, uh, dates that have been oh, announced. So he's Perth. making money off this. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, mate. of course he is. I already have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've got to Melbourne, uh, uh, Melbourne, Perth, and Canberra. All the tickets, uh, details at comedyfestival.com.au and a few more dates coming up as well. Um, I've got two shows, and one I've been uh, saving a little bit. So in Melbourne, I will uh, have a new show, uh, The Caffeinator Returns, all about Melbourne's coffee culture. Yep. So uh, every night I'll have 20 bristers in the front row, and I'll get stuck into them. And I've also got a new show that I'll be doing in Sydney uh, called Love Handles. So, oh. so uh, what is it? Stand-up show? Uh, Everyone's stand-up making show. money out of this thing. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so uh, got the poster done and halfway through writing it. But yeah, it's just the mix of losing weight, but also the love that goes along with it. So yeah, wow, that's really... awesome! All right, fantastic. Thank, thank, you, thank you, boys. Thank you so much, Vodum. Thanks, thanks, so much. Thanks for coming, and uh, yeah, see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.